Mark 4, 35 through 41. On that day when, when evening came, he said to them, let us go over to the side. Leaving the crowd, they took him along with them, just as he was and the other boats were with him. And there arose a fierce gale wind and the waves breaking over the boat so much that the boat was already filling up. Jesus himself was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he got up and rebuked the wind, and he said to the sea, Hush, be still. And the wind died down, and it became perfectly calm. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? How is it that you have no faith? They became very afraid and said to one another, Who is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And he said to them, Why are you afraid? And how is it that you have no faith? And they became very afraid and said to one another, Who is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? I want to say it again. Why are you afraid? How is it that you have no faith? They became very afraid and said to one another, Who is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Let the words in my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O oh Lord, it is my strength, my Redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's take a journey on the day. Ride it out. I'm in the middle of a storm. Jesus is with me, but I've got to ride the storm out. You can learn to prevent the storm, or you can ride the storm. If you learn to ride the storm, the storm is not a problem anymore. You can learn to prevent the storm, or you can ride the storm. If you learn to ride the storm, the storm is not a problem anymore. What are storms? A disturbance of atmosphere marked by wind and usually by rain, snow, hail, sleet, or thunder and lightning. A disturbed or agitated state. Storms of emotion. A sudden or violent commotion a serious disturbance of element of nature, of any element of nature. What are life storms? When we think about storms, I, I want you to pay a, attention to this. Every storm is not the same, nor do they yield the same results. However, each and every storm that we go through requires our faith and trust in God. Every storm is not the same. The results are not the same. The results of a hurricane and a tsunami, they represent a storm, but they're two different storms. Because the hurricane is on top of the water. The tsunami starts up under the water. One is more forceful than the other, but they do what? They destroy, they tear down. But yet in both storms, you have to learn how to have faith and trust in God. When we think about storms, they're out on the sea. Jesus has just finished ministering. 
they all get in the boat and they take Jesus with them and they're in this storm and out of nowhere a storm comes and guess what? They're not in an unfamiliar place. They're familiar with the lake that they're crossing, the Lake of Galilee. They've been across it. They've been in storms before. They've, they've managed it. But this storm came to rock them and there's some storms that you've been in and you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I, I can wait this out. But then there's some some storms that hit your life that you're just saying, man, I, I never imagined that it would hit me like this. I never imagined that this storm would take me out like this. I, I never imagined that this storm would, would rock my confidence. It would rock my family. It would rock my finances. It would. One storm can rock your entire life. One mispayment of a car note can knock your entire life emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, can knock you off course. One bad decision because of a storm can jack you up. We've got to learn how to manage our storms, our, our storms, managing the storm, managing the storm. What, what do we need to do when we talk about managing storms? What do we need to do? If I want to manage this storm, they, they were in a storm, a wind storm in the middle of the sea, the middle of the lake. And it says they weren't there just by themselves. They said they took Jesus and the other boats who were with them. There are personal storms and then there are corporate storms. This was a corporate storm. How do I manage my corporate storm? How, how do I manage those places that I'm in? When we look at the Rock Church, we've been in some corporate storms. And we've all had to learn how to manage those storms together. How do I manage this storm, Pastor G? Number one, you got to ride it out. Are you serious? You got to ride it out. You're in the middle of a storm with other boats out at sea just like you. Everybody's being affected. This is a corporate storm where we all are being hit by the same waves that are filling your boat. You're not the only boat that's being overtaken with waves. You're not the only boat that's in danger of sinking. You're, you're not the only one that's going through an emotional problem. You're, you're not the only one that's going through some physical things in your life. You're not the only one that's having problems. Think not highly of yourself than you should. You're not the only one in the storm. Everybody is in the storm at the same time. But when you don't know how to manage your storms, you eliminate your surroundings. And you eliminate everything else that's around you and you build a wall of deception that causes you to only see out of your boat. And you only see the water that's in your boat. But you don't see the water that's in everybody else's boat. You don't see the pain that everybody else is going through. You, you don't see the difficulty that everybody else is going through. And that's why the Bible says forsake not the assembling of the saints because when you negate God and when you negate the presence of God and when you negate church and you, you negate fellowship, what you're saying is that my boat is the only one that's in trouble. 
No, can I tell you, you were out on the lake with other boats. You're in this storm with everybody else and you don't know how much water is in the next boat and you don't know uh, if there are holes in the other boat and you don't know if somebody's going to die before you die. But because you're not managing your storm, you forget that somebody else is looking at you. You forget how to manage your storm and you try to turn around in the middle of a crowded lake. You can't turn around. It's impossible for you to turn around in a storm. When you think about it, you've got to ride it out. Because by the time you turn that big old boat around and you try to go back, you're going back through a storm. Sometimes it's better to just stay in the storm. Not only do you have to ride it out, but you've got to rest through it. Now, Pastor, that don't, that don't sound right. You're telling me I got to ride it out and now you're going to tell me I got to rest through you? You've got to rest through it by creating a space of comfort while you're in the midst of a dangerous moment. Because this was a dangerous storm. Why was it dangerous? Because they were afraid. The, the scripture says, Jesus said, why are you afraid? What do you mean why I'm, I'm afraid? The, the, the boat is taking on too much water. But think about it. The boat is taking on too much water, but you're still living. But you're still standing. Mm. The boat is taking on all this water, but it ain't capsized yet. It ain't turned over yet. Everybody's still here. We ain't lost nothing yet. You've got to be able to rest through your storm. Why? Because your fretting and stressing of yourself is not going to make it any better. Find rest and let Jesus sleep. Everything's going to be okay. You've got to ride it out knowing that you cannot turn around. You've got to ride the storm out and believe that the storm is eventually going to end. Yesterday I was out and it was a very beautiful day, sunny, and out of nowhere it just started pouring down raining. And I'm sitting there saying, you got to be crazy. All these kids going to prom and they all dressed up and now you're going to let it rain. And I sat there and I said, well, wait a minute. It's too sunny for it to keep storming in Cleveland. It's going to stop. So there's no need for me to get out and get wet trying to run in the store to avoid the storm. I'm going to sit in my car and wait on it to stop. Sometimes you need to just wait on it to stop while you're in the middle of being inconvenienced because it was an inconvenience to sit in the car while it's pouring down raining not knowing when it was going to stop but I believed in my heart it's going to stop eventually it stopped the storm is going to stop but you've got to be able to rest through the storm the, the fretting and the stressing will cause you to mismanage your storm. Why stress yourself out when you can't control the storm? You didn't start the storm. You didn't predict the storm. 
You don't know where the storm came from. All you know is that the storm is about to kill you. The storm is inconveniencing you. The storm is giving you some handicaps. The, the storm has jacked you up and now you're mad at this and now your mood swing is all messed up and now you don't want to talk to nobody and now you don't want nobody to call you and you don't want nobody to say nothing to you and oh I'm just all going through. No, 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 babe. Sit down and let Jesus sleep and understand that everything is going to be okay. They were so afraid that they went and woke Jesus up. Do you know when I was growing up, if you woke your mama and them up at the wrong time, man, did you wake me up for this? Did, did, you, just, did you just come in here and mess up my story? You know, back in the day when we used to watch, you know, Young and the Restless, Days of Our Lives, Bold and the Beautiful, all that other stuff. I, I, I know you didn't just come in here when Oprah's on. I, I know you didn't. I, why are you calling my phone right now? Have you ever been interrupted in a time where you were at the peacefulest moment in your life and somebody interrupts you with the problem that they can solve themselves? Huh. Have you ever been inconvenienced? Think about it. Managing the storms, you've got to ride it out. You've got to rest through it. But then after you rest through it, you've got to gain the strength to rebuke the storm yourself. See, Jesus had to get up and rebuke something that they could have rebuked because they were fishermen. They knew how to navigate the sea. So why don't you know how to navigate through this storm? Why wouldn't you just let me sleep and let me rest? I, I've done miracle after miracle. I'm in your lane now. I'm in the grace that you know how to navigate. You know how to fish. You've been on this sea before and you wake me up to rebuke a storm that you're in. You're the driver of the boat. You should be rebuking the storm. I should be resting while you are going through the storm. Jesus was asleep. The sign that he was asleep was that he was like, this is okay. And sometimes people can be in a storm with you and not feel what you're feeling. Ooh, that's, that's pretty tough to deal with. You can be in the storm and it's pouring down, raining on you and everybody else is just like, I mean, I'm, I'm straight. I mean, I, I'm cool. I got my raincoat out, but I, I'm soaking wet. I mean, it don't matter. I, I mean, I'm straight. It's raining. You know, that's my wife. I mean, babe, what, what can you do? Babe, it, it ain't working. I mean, what can you do? I mean, it, I mean, you can't change it. But they're getting on my name. I mean, you can't change. That makes me so mad when she, when she wants to be analytical about a storm that I'm in. And you want to tell me it's going to be all right. It's not all right right now. It's going to be all right, baby. Just hang in there. It's not all right. And then a day later, the storm goes away. Oops. Got to apologize that it went off said some things that I did not say. That, that's one of them crazy things. If, you, if you're in a relationship, ain't nothing like, you know, your wife coming to you and apologizing because you told her not to do that. But it's worse when you're the man because they're going to remind you, I told you that you should not did it. And if you would have just listened to me and I'm 99% right all the time and sometimes not... I'm right all the time. Sometimes you just got to ride it out so that you do not hear that answer. 
Y'all got it, fellas. Uncle David said they're going to do what they're going to do, Fred. They're just going to do what they're going to do. That's a shameless plug, too. If you're getting ready to get married, the wife is always right. She's never wrong. Just live with it. <laughs> In the middle of the storm, let her be right. Even though she's wrong, let her be right. <laughs> but it's in those places where you have to manage the emotion of the storm. You've got to rebuke the storm by speaking to it. Believe that what you say will cause the storm to cease. Remember your prayer is not only for your storm to cease. We all need a break from the storm. In a corporate storm, you can't just pray for your storm to end. You've got to pray for the entire storm to end. Because remember, you're not the only one on the boat. There are other people in the boat with you that probably don't have the faith that you have. And you don't have no faith anyway. But you've got to ride it out. You've got to rest through it. You've got to rebuke it. And then here we are. You've got to reset your faith. He said, how is it that you have no faith? How is it that you wake up every morning and you have no faith to make it? How is it that you wake up every morning and you have no faith to do it? How is it that you have no faith to rebuke the storm? How is it that you have no faith to ride it out? That you have no faith to find a resting spot even though the boat is turning and it's tossing? How is it that you have no faith when you are with me and you're not alone? How is it that Jesus is on the boat with you and you still have no faith? That is an insult. an insult how is it that you have no faith that I can lead you through the storm without losing my mind how is it that you have no faith that I can cause the storm to not harm you you might get flooded with rain you you might get soaking wet you you things might be tossed and turned in your life and you might have to fix some things and re-navigate some areas in your life but how is it that you have no faith was it that you have no faith? Reset your faith by allowing your storm to overwhelm you, by not allowing your storm to overwhelm you to the point that you give up, that you give up. We all reach the destination of giving up, but never give up. <laughs> you, you're going to reach the destination where you feel like giving up. You're, you're going to reach the destination where you feel like my faith is not working and you're going to reach that destination where you feel like I just don't have enough to speak to this storm and, and to cause it to stop in my life. I, I, you're going to reach those destinations in your life where you just can't find rest but you got to rest. You're going to reach those destinations and those points in your life where you don't feel like riding it out, but you got to ride it out. I, I feel like getting off and maybe I can put my life jacket on and swim, but you're going to drown because the waves are overtaking the boat. So that means if the waves are overtaking the boat and the boat is being filled with water, your life jacket is not going to work for you. Sometimes it's better to stay in the boat. 
Manage your storm by riding it out. Manage your storm by resting through it. Manage your storm by rebuking the storm. Sometimes you got to look at that storm and, and say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I, I, I declare in Jesus' name that this storm cease right now in Jesus' name. The natural storm may not stop, but the mental storms of you stressing and fretting will stop. That's the, that's the issue that they had. They, they, they were having a fight within themselves because your faith is the inner working of what's on the inside of you. That's why you got to read your Bible. That's why you got to pray. That's why you got to give him five minutes a day. That's why you got to get into this mobile app and begin to allow this word and this teaching to rest in your life. You got to learn how to manage the emotions. You got to learn how to manage the storms by resetting your faith. This was a faith issue. It had everything to do with their faith. They didn't have any faith. How can you be the driver and you don't have faith? How can you be the leader and you lose faith in a storm that you've been a part of before? You, you've been in a storm before. But that's why I don't understand in Cleveland when it starts snowing and raining, people be like, oh, I just don't know what to do. Why don't you stay at home? Get off the highway. You know in Cleveland it can snow at any moment. You know in Cleveland it can start storming at any moment. And you're like, oh my God, Jesus, what am I going to do? We don't have hurricanes here. We just have bad storms. And you losing it. We were in Atlanta and it started raining and sleep shut the whole city down. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It's just not even an inch of ice. Shut it down. Shut it down because they've not learned how to manage their storms. Because they become comfortable with the familiar. And when you become so comfortable with what's familiar to you, you still don't buy salt trucks. You still don't buy a little salt to just keep in reserve. And you know that the climate is changing. And they come from California saying, oh my God, it's so cold up here. Why you didn't bring a coat? It's Cleveland. It can start snowing today. Y'all saw it. We had beautiful weather and then three days later, it poured down snowing. You got to know how to manage the seasons of storms that come in your life. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, give the storm a chance. Don't try to get out of the storm. Try to ride it out. Sometimes you got to learn how to ride through something. Because when you ride through it, you're, 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 you're going to give yourself the opportunity to connect yourself to the lifelong lessons of learning how to ride through it, of learning how to reset your faith, of learning how to rebuke some things in your life that's trying to destroy your mind and trying to destroy your peace and trying to cause you to drive your emotions to the wrong destination. You got to know how to ride it out. You can either 
ask God to get you out of the storm or you can either ask God to give you the strength to ride it out I think the best prayer is to say God can you help us ride it out because guess what Jesus was right there with him and then the crazy thing is they said who is this man did y'all see the text who is this man that he could speak to the sea the same man that opened the blind eyes He's the same man that turned the water into wine. He's the same man that caused the lame to walk. He's the same man that you've been with all the days of your life for these last three years and now you don't know who he is because he's operating. Sometimes we can insult Jesus so much that we don't recognize that you've got the same power that he has. Father, same grace say the same grace to ride out the storm to reset our faith to rebuke the storm to rest through it Father in Jesus name give me the strength to ride it out in Jesus name amen with your hands lifted anybody wants to be saved today the altar is open you want to give your life to Christ today? You've never been saved before. You've never asked him to come into your heart. You've never asked him to fully forgive you of all of your sin and never really recognized that he died on the cross for all of your sin. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand. If you want to rededicate your life to the Lord on today, you want to reconnect with him, you've asked him to come into your heart some time ago but storms have caused you to disconnect storms have caused you not to trust in him why are you afraid how is it that you have no faith how is it that you don't believe if that's you I want you to raise your hand if you're looking for a church home and you want to be connected to the rock church the place where your life matters Jesus matters and worship matters it's the place where we desire to create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. If you're looking for a church that cares, that listens, that wants to help you, we believe that the Rock Church is that place. If you're looking for a covering until you find a church home, we're here for you. If you fit into one of those three categories, I want you to just lift up your hand so that I can see it and we can pray for you. We can pray for you.